is Good Hope FM News. Good afternoon. The Supreme Court of Appeal, known as the SCA in Bloemfontein, has ruled in favor of murder-accused Henry Van Breda and the National Director of Public Prosecutions to bar the live streaming of the proceedings. But the SCA says the decision to broadcast proceedings is the discretion of the court concerned after careful consideration of facts at hand. In April, the Western Cape High Court ruled in favor of Media 24 to broadcast court proceedings online. Van Breda is facing three counts of murder, one of attempted murder, and one of obstructing the course of justice. The deceased were axed to death in their home on a luxury golf estate in January 2015 in Stellenbosch. Justice Erin Leach rather, has referred the matter back to the High Court for reconsider- reconsideration. A decision on whether to restrict the broadcast of proceedings raises the same set of rights as occupied the attention of this court in Midi Television. It follows that the same approach should apply, namely that courts will not restrict the nature and scope of the broadcast unless the prejudice is demonstrable and there is a real risk that such prejudice will occur. Mere conjecture or speculation that prejudice might occur ought not to be enough. It follows from what I have said that not all of the reasoning of Decide J can be supported and in consequence paragraph 1.3 as framed by him falls to be set aside. The matter will accordingly have to be remitted to the learned judge for reconsideration in accordance with the principles set out herein. Western Cape Minister for Community Safety Dan Plato says despite the successes of the walking bus initiative to curb crime involving learners, it's not completely foolproof. Plato was speaking at Para Valley Primary School where he launched the 51st walking bus initiative intended to improve learner safety to and from school. Plato says although crime levels in Para Valley are not the highest, it's essential to roll out the walking bus initiatives across the city of Cape Town and not only in gang-infested areas. He has called on parents to embrace the program. At some schools, um, there is a major difference. We already do have a backlog. Um, there is many, many requests. So I'm happy with the levels of, of success so far. As a result of that, we will continue rolling out walking buses. I have to admit, in one or two areas, it is not uh, doing that well as a result of a lack of parental involvement. Disaster officials in the Southern Cape have briefed Parliament's Portfolio Committee on Agriculture, Forestry and Fisheries on the extent of the recent fires in the region. It has emerged during a meeting at the Otaniqua Research Farm in George that at least two incidents caused the fires. Lightning is believed to have ignited the fire in Neisner, while an electricity transformer was blown away by the wind and is responsible for the fire in Plettenberg Bay. Seven people died in the fires and in Neisner, 400 formal houses and 200 informal structures were destroyed. The committee is on its way to Neisner to conduct site visits to farms and forestry areas to assess the damage. And then finally, the man suspected of setting off a bomb at the Brussels Central Station yesterday has been identified as a 36-year-old Moroccan. He's from the largely immigrant Brussels neighborhood of Molenbeek. Soldiers shot and killed the man following the explosion, which is being treated as a terrorist attack. Officials say the bomb consisted of a suitcase containing nails and gas bottles. No one was wounded in the incident. For Good Up FM News, I'm Leanne Williams.